own an insurance agency, um, and then we just recently got into some storage units. Which is how many units? 230. That's awesome. Brand new build. Yeah. Episode 73, Yellow Colored Glasses. Today we have Megan and Landon. Um, super excited about that. They have driven five hours, five and a half hours to come up here for this podcast today. Today is what, New Year's Eve. So you guys will be seeing this. This will be 2024, first one of 2024. Yep. Um, but before we actually give you an official introduction, we're going to read a review. Yes. Michaela. Yes. This review is from Katie K. Katie says, I started using Warren and Mounts Agency for all my business insurance need needs first of the year and have had a wonderful experience. Jake and Michaela are so helpful and so professional. It's nice giving them a call and speaking with them about any insurance questions, excuse me, about any questions I might have. Thank you for making my business insurance needs easy. Thank you, Katie. Thank you, Katie. For Katie, Katie, Katie. Leaving us an amazing review. That is the owner of Katie's Kim. Cool. Yes. So. Okay. Megan, Landon, thank you guys. Yes. Appreciate you having us. Thank you guys for making the drive. So, short story: we were supposed <laughs> to go visit Megan and Landon. Like what? Three, two or three two, weeks ago. Two, three weeks ago. ago Thursday night. Sick. Yeah, Jake was Jake was sick, and we canceled on them. Was it the day before or the day of? Well, I think we made he plans on it. we made plans on the Thursday to do it. I think maybe it was a Wednesday, and then on the next day we canceled. Basically. God, that was so, bad. Yeah. They've literally come to visit us three times, and we've driven to see them once. Yeah. So we owe them. Also, side note. If you watched episode, I don't even know what number it was, but there was an episode where I was talking about fixing my bathroom because I have a broken light fixture. <laughs> this, is me. Megan. this is the Megan. I was that on it already. Yeah. I was careful. In speed. You were on the podcast in spirit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, so. really, I, I was very excited. Like, I've, I've talked to Landon about, I mean, I've talked to you about it a little bit. Like, I wanted to have you guys on, and then I think it was, I mean, you guys are both, well, yeah, go ahead and tell, well, what do we want to do? We want to do our peak in our pit first, and then have yeah, let's do moving. peak in a pit. So I don't think we filled this in on, for you guys before we started, but we always do a peak in a pit. So something that's going really well, your peak, and then a pit, something that you're struggling with that maybe isn't going so well. And this can be in business or it can be personal. So whatever. Um, I'm gonna go first. My peak um, is that you guys are in town, and we get to yep. see you guys. I know we just saw you in Mexico. We did. But, you know, it's always fun having you guys come up here. We just went to Kansas City on the plaza yesterday at Graham and Dunn, which was a 10 out of 10, by the way, for anybody really looking yummy. for a great restaurant. Fantastic food. I never um, heard of it. That's my peak right now. I would say a peak is I'm really ready to remember. It's like all this, all the holidays and the New Year's going to be done, be back on a routine. That's my biggest, like, peak that I'm looking forward to right now. Yeah. It's getting back on that routine. Yeah. Because I absolutely hate it. I hate it. You know, if it's a Wednesday night and, you know, we're not working on a Thursday or something. Yeah. That's just, that's the worst. Yeah. So, anyways. It's all over the place. What about you guys? Um, peak, I would say it's going to be 2024, yep. so new year. Yeah. Um, kind of see how everything from last year flows mm-hmm. into this year. Yeah. Um, pit. 
<laughs> we'll do peak for now. Lena, yeah. what's your peak? Like my peak, I think I agree with you, Michaela. I think it's just nice to come hang out with you guys yeah. and yeah. see you guys. And yeah. then, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to the new year. Yeah. And see what, what's fresh uh, start. A lot of what 23 is, has been yeah. uh, challenging, so mm -hmm. I'm ready to see some mm -hmm. fruits of the labor. So yeah. To speak. I saw yeah. something, and it was a guy talking about how he was like, you know, we always like think about oh, all these things we want to do better for 2024 the next year. But because you think of all the things that you know you could have done better the year before, but yeah. it's like sometimes you just need to kind of create a highlight things. Like okay, instead of focusing on all the stuff that went bad, like say okay, like let's pick two or three good things that happened in 2023 and then build off that and have the momentum coming through. I think yeah. we had some struggles, but then going, I think we set up a lot. For yeah, yeah, you guys yeah. did a lot later. I mean, yeah, a lot. A lot which we'll get into that. Sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right, Pitt. What do you got? Um, my Pitt right now is that. So me and Jake were sober for the first like five months of the year and then we've like slowly started to trickle in drinking since like spring <laughs> summer and now it's just over the top and eating very poorly. We just had Mexican right before we came here so everyone's nice and bloated. So anyway, I, I don't feel like my nutrition and my exercise is on point right now. Yep. And it just makes me feel bleh. And then we're drinking way more than we normally drink. And that makes you feel bleh. So, yeah. bleh. So I'm excited to, to your point, the new year. Mm -hmm. Routine, the whole bit. We're really yeah. good. We're, most of the time we're very consistent about meal prepping. But for the past four, four weeks, honestly since Mexico. We are not. We are not. We eat at like 9.30 every night. Oh yeah, you said that <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. yeah. We are not good at it at all. Yes. I feel like meal prepping. We're so inconsistent of when we're home. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the truth, and that's that's particularly what makes it challenging. Mm -hmm. And that's I feel like that's kind of what you were saying is the lack of consistency makes it hard to be consistent Absolutely. in that area yeah. of your life. Or for yeah. me, it is. But then meal prepping, I have to get bored of it because I'm like, I made that. I, I have really, to change it I up. I really want that. Yes, <laughs> he can eat the same thing. That. I'm pretty simple, so I can eat the same thing <laughs> no. for like yeah. five to eight years straight. <laughs> well, you know? Literally, Kelly yes. like leftovers in the fridge. I'm like, we just had that last night. How are you eating that again? He's like, I'll eat the same meal every single day for months. Years. I mean, it's just the way I was raised. Like, you didn't let anything go to waste. Mm -hmm. Like, dad was that way. Yeah. Growing up, grandma was that way. Like, mm -hmm. whatever you was on your plate, you better eat. He was over didn't. the other night, and I was going to throw this pizza, the pizza away from the pizza oven. Yeah. And he's like, you're going to throw it away? He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah. I'll take it. Don't throw it away. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Goodness. That's just the way you're raised. That's so, funny. Whether you liked it or not, you ate it. Yeah. And you just... That's, that's, that's nothing wrong with that. Um, all right. A pit on my end is, again, just not having that routine i definitely agree with what you're saying michaela i feel like i just feel like my energy's i mean i've been sleeping a lot like my energy's just not there and it's, like i think it's because of all this stuff huh i said like 17 hours a day so yeah so that and then the insurance like with the on the insurance side i mean we've had you know we're a broker so we have all these different carriers but like 50 to 60 percent of them aren't even writing business right now oh, so it's yeah. like we're really just have like one or two options in most scenarios and it's you know it's at least better than one but that's what I said is what I always say but it's like it's just not as easy to to, to place people sometimes so anyways that's probably what I'm probably the worst one. Hopefully I don't we're yeah I think we're still you think we're hot we're and heavy in it to eight months out <laughs> it gets much better yeah um, a pit. I think I need to get better at 
getting more on like a routine schedule, but yeah. I think being more productive because I feel like I like we're so one thing to the next that we're not very productive in mm-hmm. any of it because it's like we're okay. here and then we're sure. here yeah. and then I'm like I don't even know what to do right now because yeah. I need to do all of these things. Yeah, but, yeah, so like analysis kind of, paralysis. Yeah, yeah. So I think Been there. better at delegating like times to do certain things. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good goal for. And I feel like that. That just like eliminates some of that, some of that stress. Like, mm-hmm. if it's, I mean, I don't know. Like, I feel like you can handle it. At least I can. I can handle the stress better if I've got more consistency going on. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Like well, just, we just didn't know though. I mean, one day it's fine with something, then mm-hmm. something else is like going. I'm like, yeah. Now we have to go over here and do yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's like like that's why I like meal prepping and like. Because I can't control that's everything a good, else. That's like, a good me, point. I like meal prepping and point. going to the gym first thing in the morning. Yeah. Because I can control that. It doesn't matter what my day looks like. I can. Those two things can be consistent. You know. Now again, sometimes that's hard to do. But we're bad at. We need to get up earlier. Like. Yeah. I'm not that we're not up, but we don't like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're up, but not. Yeah. Productive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think my biggest probably pitfall is it just too many irons in the fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I got to be a little more narrow focused. Yeah. Um, some of that has been like years prior, of, like still rolling over into what like twenty twenty three, I guess you should say. And I'm not a big person of like new year, new me. I don't really believe in all that. I think it's, uh, I mean, yeah, it's a new year, but I think uh, you should be challenging yourself throughout the entire year, Absolutely. not just like, the first of the year. I know it's kind of that refresh, restart for me, but for me, it's. Really, I'd just like to see the, some of the fruit of the labor that I've put in over the last few years. It's been challenging with some, a lot of different things. Um, so I think the biggest pit for me would be is becoming a little more narrow-focused. Yeah. Um, a little more streamlined. Like niche really, down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a big fan of saying new year, new me, like June 1st, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> yeah. New year, new me. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, I, I don't like having, like, the whole New Year's resolution. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I just... It's more of like getting refocused back in. Yes, on what that's what I like. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like I'll even do that. In it. Like that's why I told Caleb. And I think there's a book called uh, what the the three month year or the I don't know. It's like basically. Uh, yeah, like, I know what you're talking about. I can't think of the name. Um, I don't know. Either, three either, hour, three, three four I think hour it's day? A th- the three month year. Is that right? Are, is it like a three hour work day or something like that? Or something? That's something. What it's I basically it was. where you. It's almost like every single, you know, you do it as a quarter, right? Like, so every quarter. Yes, is yes, your yes, that's what you're talking about, yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's what I told Caleb. I mean, three months, whatever, I can do six months. Like, I told Caleb, I remember last year, about this time. I'm like, I'm going to, I'm like, from this day, from this to June, like, I'm going to try and go absolutely as hard as possible. And we did. And I was like, you know, you just you try to showed, keep up. You we know, had really good we months. Had our, that was our biggest yeah. six months ever. And then... You get to that six months, and it's like, oh, okay. So then I took a break. We went, I think we went to, went, to, went on a conference again. Yeah. I was back at it for another three or four months, yeah. and then that um, we had all of our goals and all of our shit wrapped up by October. Yeah, that's what I was. I kind of get back to my pit. Is I think if you stay focused, you know, without getting burnt out is the other thing. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you can mm-hmm. become hot, too hyper focused, and I think yeah. for me, it's I get kind of, you know. Yeah, on top of something stop, and, and I don't then... stop until I, I feel like I've accomplished something yeah. and then when you don't accomplish it you're like go even harder yeah. and that's I think that's a big pit for me mm-hmm. is all I don't time is nothing to me I'll just work until I just drop and, yeah. and then I get burnt out hardcore yeah, yeah. Well, I hear that a lot from you yeah. yeah I feel like he says that a lot no you do because he like I mean 
Yeah. And I think that's Which is like, not a bad quality. No, it's not. But like that, I, but you do have to have a, I don't want to, I don't like saying the word balance because that at some point in time, we all can't have a balance. Like you have to be like just absolutely crazy on one way to get ahead. But at the same time, like if somebody can just go super, super hard for, because it's kind of hard to just go super, super hard all the freaking time yeah, for yeah. 12 months out of the year, it's you awesome. know? Yeah. So maybe go six months. And then, not saying there's a whole month off there, but it's like there's light at the end of the tunnel is easier. Like then yeah. it's like, okay, resetting. I don't yeah. know, that's how it, that's how I, I, last year really, I felt like was one of my best years personally on, from a work standpoint, yeah. was because of that. Yeah, I think if we did better at like, we set Mexico so far in advance, yeah. so it was like we had to look forward Something to like to a look Yeah, uh, uh-huh. I, I really liked that. Yeah. I really did, because like that was like, that was my next thing, it's like, okay, after June, like I was like, all I gotta do is get, get to there. Mexico. Once yeah. I get to Mexico and work my ass off all the way there, then we get to Mexico, and then after that, I committed to chilling out. And I usually always do that this time of the year. Yeah. We had a lot of things going on at the end of the year to yeah. look forward to. Mm-hmm. Like at one point, we were going to see you guys, so there was that to look forward to. Even though that didn't end up working out, mm-hmm. yeah. we still had, you know, the holiday party, and then you guys, we still ended up getting be able to see you guys. So, yeah. anyway. That's uh, nice. Yeah. Okay. To kind of help you chug through it. Well, that's that's good. Um, let's let's keep it rolling. So, I guess tell us a little bit about you guys. I mean, I don't know who wants to go first, but you guys are both in insurance, both well, insurance agents. Can we do one um, thing really fast? Uh, how we met. Yeah. How. Yeah. So that was a weird. Like, really, it was kind of random. Um, I mean, me and Landon were friends on Facebook there for a little bit, yeah. and um, we. Just kind of went back and forth every once in a while. I know you were doing some, was it tile work, right? Yeah, or you just I did all kind of stuff. Yeah, like a remodel business. Yeah, tile work. Yeah, you were showers, bathrooms, some, kitchen, okay. and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah, just doing some remodel work, and I think that's how I originally like I reached out. I was like, man, that looks really good. And I think yeah. at the time we were in the process of flipping a house, um, so you know that was it. And then really that was about all. Like we didn't really talk much. Maybe a couple messages back and forth, and then whenever we opened up the brokerage, uh, he reached out and ask some questions about that and next thing you know we're heading down to Cape Girardeau um, <laughs> about a month later. You guys and, stayed uh, one night that first yeah, time wasn't yeah. it? Yeah you just came and left next time. Yeah. Jake oh, we met Emma's family. <laughs> oh yeah. That was like they were the first people to ever see my me without a missing tooth. Have we ever talked about that on the podcast? No. I mean I don't probably. I just blasted Maybe. you out sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. There's, there, I hope you let me insert it. a photo here. Of <laughs> people do yeah, know that. Sure. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, we should have sure. Yeah. Yes. We'll post that. You yes. got a picture of all of your guys. Yeah. That's perfect. That was good. <laughs> but that's how we met, and I feel like we all hit it off pretty good that weekend. And yeah. um, I mean, yeah. We had fun. Uh, yeah, I had a good, like, yeah. it's like we've known each other for years, and I think we, we talked really about it last night. I'm like, I think we share a lot of common interests. Yeah. yeah. You, know, so yeah. you guys own, to... sorry, I don't know if you mentioned this, but you guys own a state farm insurance company. Correct. Separately. Correct. Yes. Which is combined now, but we'll get into that later. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to touch on quickly, like, how, how we got to this point. Mm. We've gone to see them once. They've come to see us three times <laughs> and yeah <laughs> but yeah I mean we keep in touch and I feel like it's uh it's a good like I said it's refreshing like just last night when we were talking like it's just refreshing to to yeah. be able to <clears throat> have those type of conversations because it's those are yeah far I mean you don't get that a lot no yeah. so yeah. 
Yeah, so I guess give us a little introduction on, on you guys and what you guys do and um, yeah. Go ahead. Um, I own an insurance agency um, and then we just recently got into some storage units. Yeah. Which is how many units? 230. That's awesome. Brand new building. That's yeah. That's our pit right now, though. Yeah. yeah but How that's also you... A, you can look at that as a pit, but it's also a peak oh, because man. now next time, I'm very interested to see how all this stuff goes because mm-hmm. I think storage units and real estate is like, that's it. So. I mean, th- I think in the end we'll, we're thankful that we did it all at once, but I think yeah. right now it's a little bit of a stressor because last night, or the night before you said, maybe we should have just done the one building first, mm-hmm. but... Yeah, we went ahead and did all of them at once. We were, we were talking about just doing like one, but it's really it's three buildings, but the one building's 80 by 210, but we divided it in two because of, uh, okay. they, we have to have a sprinkler system, if not, they're like code regulations. Mm-hmm. So we split that building in two, and then we built another one uh, right in front of it. Um, I... Don't know. I, I go back and forth. We'll find right out. <laughs> it's just a lot at once to fill up 233 units, at, you know, instantaneously. Yeah. That's, that's a lot to fill. Yeah. Um, you so don't I'll, see the end of the tunnel. I mean, it's like right. you get here some stragglers, and that's like, maybe we still have like 200 something. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, yeah. Whereas well, if we yeah. had like 100, it's not as. And then we've had some yeah. contractor issues. So, yeah. Um, so which does not real, help. Yeah. It's been a big pit for us. Yeah. Um, I think the time, they're supposed to be done a long time ago for during a peak moving time, mm-hmm. but right now obviously nobody's doing How long, like how long has it been? Like since you guys opened it? Well, or like since like you guys- I roll back a little bit there because we talked about doing it, what, back in 2020? Mm-hmm. Um, and then metal prices went like tripled. So mm-hmm. I don't yeah. know what the Within like three was, weeks we closed on the lot and then it was like yeah. through the roof, mm-hmm. so. Um, and so we were just gonna wait it out through the <clears throat> COVID argument time the pandemic side of things well you couldn't even get metal was the issue yeah. and then time. when we came back i think it was in 21 mm-hmm. we were going to do it again the prices have dropped yeah and then we couldn't get metal they were like the lead times on metal was probably five or six months out and we just i don't know what scared us we didn't commit to it at that point in time because we weren't sure the timeline yeah. of, of stretching that out um and then really we just well it took a while mm-hmm. let's see we probably started the end of 22 22 Probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. The last quarter of 22. I was going to say, I think I kind of remember like when we were down there that first time, you guys yeah. had talked about that. Mm-hmm. You guys yeah. had said, like, <coughs> it was very brief, bit, yeah. like, you know, yeah. but, yeah. It took a while. Um, and then, of course, engineer drawings and everything, that stuff takes forever. Yeah. Um, dealing with the city, city permits and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it took a while. So this is our first time doing it. We, we didn't have, I mean, I'm used to, you know, the smaller stuff and having other contractors, and I didn't have, we didn't have. Uh, the right connections and so it took us a while to find the right people to build it erect it like no one locally could erect it they didn't know what they were doing um, they never erected build you know those types of buildings before yeah. um, so that took a while to figure that out which ended up being our biggest pit right oh, yeah, our erector sure. has been our, our biggest issue yeah. mm-hmm. still is um, yeah still is <laughs> absolutely um, just so but it took all of 23 mm-hmm. to get them accomplished they're supposed to be done in like June July and they're done Ago. We had a we had one just north of town. Um, that one went up. I don't know how many units that one is. You guys probably see it. Yeah, well, it's, it's a, night. Yeah, it's a nice one. Yeah. It's nice. Um, but uh, <coughs> there's quite a few there. I bet there's over two hundred, probably like, three hundred yeah. units there. But they they built. They've added on. Really? Like, they've done okay. like where they've they started off with like x amount of buildings. See, that's what then, we didn't want to do. We don't want yeah. to come back. And well, it's just such a mess, right? You you know, you do this big ass building. I don't know if I you could say that on the microphone or not, but they I guess, but anyways. <laughs> 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 um, 
I didn't want the mess. You know what I mean? Like you have all the erection mess and everything else that you're doing. Plus you have to do dirt work and concrete work and all that stuff. So if we would have done it at the beginning, we would have tried to get people in there. Mm-hmm. And then this huge mess of yeah. trying to get everybody in. So I told her, I was like, let's just do it all now. Get rid of all the mess. Yeah. Now what we could have done, we could have just poured all the concrete and did all the dirt nice. work and did everything and just left it sit. Mm-hmm. And then come back and erect the building. But even then, the building, the, that side of things was, was a catastrophe. Shipping the metal and, out. Yeah, it was. So well, I'm I think a lot of did it, but I, I think a lot of people why they do it is they'll go in there and, from what I've understood, is they'll go in there, build one or two, get them fully rented out, go back to the bank, have them reappraise it. Now yeah. it's appraised higher, yeah. and they'll pull it out, and then that way they don't have to use yeah. any own money. Yes. Yeah. So that's probably another. Okay. You know, you go back and forth. Like, do you use that? <clears> or, right. You know. Yeah, it may have been a better strategy. Yeah, yeah it probably could have been. So yeah. yeah, I mean, you live and learn, right? Yeah. You don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, for the next time, I feel like we. We've learned a lot this this go round that we would change. But next time won't be an issue because we already have these. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. 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 I mean. No, I I'm very interested to see how that goes because I I don't know it's probably been when was that? Remember that one uh, storage unit we looked at? Wasn't that in Warrensburg? It was like I don't think there were that many units though. It was like 150, and it was a good price. It was yeah. like seven. I mean, it was a good oh, price, wow. and there was enough room on the back end to build it up more and like that's where from what I have looked into like that's where you can do really well and it's also wasn't managed right so you could go out there and raise the prices right. on everything because yeah. yeah. someone's going to move all their shit if you raise the rents by right. 10 bucks a month yeah. mm-hmm. it's not going to be worth their time right. so anyways that's cool yeah so you guys have the insurance side of things the the storage units and then he has the med spa yeah just uh, just open the med spa on that's awesome so I was going to ask Megan how you got into insurance. Um, I was in the healthcare industry mm-hmm. for a little bit, and then um, a state farm agent actually was coming in. He's like, "You should come work for me," but I don't have a position. So I ended up. Um, what were you doing in healthcare? Just at like a physical therapy clinic, like billing. A, oh, billing. Okay, so you were on the admin side. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so he said, "I have a buddy in town that's looking," and so I went and spoke with him and. Wow. Switched over. So you were recruited. Mm-hmm. Now were you, Interesting. Did you start here in Missouri? No, you're from Yes, Vegas. down in Sykeston, Missouri okay. I did. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then I worked for an agent for five years and then took over my own. Wow. That's crazy. And now how long have you had yours then? Five years. So, so I've been, been in ten, insurance ten years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's about yeah. And you um, walked into a substantial book. Yes. So you so were, from day one, you were mm-hmm. managing. Them. Yes. significant book size Mm -hmm. and then from I think we talked about this in Mexico but when did you start with state like how did you get into insurance we started just a few months apart same year I was May Uh, he was November oh okay did you guys go the same no she was in training before me Um, State Farm has like a what 17 weeks now it used to be I think like 34 weeks okay and so she was just getting out starting and I was about just starting I was in Dallas and he went to Bloomington Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It depends on when when they have availability. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Where they have availability. Okay. I guess I didn't recognize. I didn't realize that it was that. I didn't realize it. Well, I know you were a farm bureau, right? Yeah, I was that. farm bureau. Yeah, for yeah. seven years. I guess I started insurance in 2010, so it'll be 13 years now. Mm-hmm. I've been doing insurance, mm-hmm. and I kind of started with that. Was uh, I went to was in college, graduated with my master's degree um, in accounting, got out, and was like, I don't like it. Yeah. I don't want to do numbers. It's just not me. Yeah. I love numbers, but I couldn't sit behind a desk and just sure. crunch everything all day. Sure. And I actually had a farm bureau agent came to me and said, "Hey, I think you should you'd be really good at it." And I was like, "Nah, I don't want to do sales. I'm not interested." Um, and then I was like, "You know what? Maybe I should give it a try." Mm-hmm. And so I did. Um, 
I haven't looked back since. I've enjoyed it. Um, I will tell you though, in the last 13 years, insurance has totally changed. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a lot of face-to-face stuff, you know, sit down with people. Uh, but probably the hardest, I would say, pit insurance so far was 2020. Mm-hmm. I mean, COVID truly changed the, the dynamic of insurance. Well, for State Farm, it did. It changed it across the board for me. Yeah. Um, it took yeah. it's taken the fun out of it for me because. You know, so many people now have gotten used to, even older generation, you know, um, you know, so many of those folks would still come in and see you and talk to you and sit down. Mm-hmm. They're so scared of getting oh, out sure. anymore. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so you don't, you know, and during that time, their families taught them how to use tablets and their iPhones and things like that to communicate through FaceTime and stuff. And so now most of those folks, they're okay with paying online, whereas before they would come in and talk to you and mm-hmm. pay you a check or pay in cash or whatever. I, would, I don't see much of that anymore. The town I'm in is pretty old town, um, so I have quite a bit more of that, but it has definitely rural. dropped yeah. in yeah. what it was before. We don't have very many. No, we, we have a handful of people cash, that... Though. We have, we a, won't even, we have like one or two clients that will bring in a check consistently mm-hmm. every month, but, I mean, we'll literally we'll one or two account, people. Like we'll do an e-check, just yeah. like, so we'll just have them write void on it. I mean, yeah. Like, I have so many... We have to do deposit every day of cash and check. Oh, okay. That they walk through. Yeah. So, so I miss that camaraderie. Yeah. And, and loyalty. I mean, that was the biggest thing for me is like you could sit down and have an actual conversation. Mm-hmm. They got to know who you were. They yeah. got to know how your operations, you know, everything you worked. And yeah. All your, you know, just helping staff and things like that. And no one does anymore. It's all yep. through, you know, yeah. the, you know, until something goes wrong and then they want to talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And usually then it's, you know, they didn't tell you about telling her things they should have mm-hmm. told you about because they didn't want to communicate or mm-hmm. it was just... So it's, it's tough sometimes because I think everyone thinks insurance is a one-size-fit-all policy. Mm-hmm. And it, you, yeah. when you can't truly have a conversation or, like, I mean, I spend times, like, going out to people's farms and, you know, mm-hmm. I would sit at their dinner table and have dinner with them and, you know, have conversations. You really get to know what, what's going on inside their household and what's going on. So, you, you you know, insurance, you can start to look at a policy and really build a policy for them instead of just looking at, okay, this is what they currently have and let's just quote it apples to apples. You know, now that he says that, I do remember you doing more of that mm-hmm. when you State were at Farm. State Farm. Like, I feel like you used to go to, like, do appointments at people's houses and... Yeah. Well, we'd have to. Especially so life insurance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when I was but at Farm But now we Bureau, don't do that anymore. Yeah, so State Farm's become a lot more tech, technologically advanced. But at Farm Bureau, I hand drew everything. Mm-hmm. Um, every farm, every house. I'd take pictures of every single uh, property. Hand draw? You mean, like, draw like that? Yeah. yeah, I remember yeah. we had to do that. So we would have yes. to... They still make us do that. We have to submit a picture to this, the diagram. Yeah. There's one time, and I don't remember you probably... I don't know if you remember this, but it's very funny because I used to think that was the biggest joke ever yeah. to have It's to very do. helpful, actually, when <laughs> I'm Really? Yes. I, and I just... But I could not believe that they were wanting my drawing of a farm. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was just... We played Pictionary like, the other night. Literally, and they always took it. And that's why I'm like, I. they always accepted my drawing. And I mean, I would make it. But like, I do talking about a box. Right. And yeah. Oh, my. And uh, one time we had to do it for something with a, 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 an account. I think it was nationwide. They wanted us to draw a map of where this trampoline was at compared to another <laughs> house. And I'm like... And Michaela's like, we got a dog. I'm like, I got this right. now. Right there. Yeah. Send it in. They're like, all right, that looks good. Like, yeah. Okay. I think I do it's kind of remember handy, that. Though. So this gal came in just last week, and uh-huh. um, it, the policy was sold, and they didn't make him do a diagram. So we didn't know which building was which. And then there's a more recent one where the diagram, and it was so much easier because we knew exactly which building was which. Wow. Like, which okay. No, I hear you. I mean, number. it makes sense. Like, um, you know, like we just 
we actually just insured a really big farm and they have like a they have I mean there's there's like seven to eight different buildings and they're on different places and yeah. you I mean like I just label building one two three four five you know and but I'm like if there's actually a claim there's not an address to these things like yeah. so it's like and they don't add they don't, they don't well so and a lot of those like some of the bigger farms I would do is you know they would be. 10 miles down the road yeah. yeah so there'd be a building and a total you know a parcel of land yep. that they owned that really wasn't connected to anything mm-hmm. it was just a, you know out in the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. and so you'd have to go in and put all the parcels and, and everything that's funny and well and the customer's like the red building yeah you right. know yeah. <laughs> well and it was actually cool What's because that? a lot of times they would they would have a, they would name them right yeah, you know like, you know it's mm-hmm. like you know that's down there you know that's the holler building or that's yep. you know the yellow yellow glasses building whatever it would mm-hmm. be and they would have all these yeah so, you would label them that yeah. way. Like I would go in, and then people would be like, "Oh yeah, that's you know that's the yellow building, and that's this." Yeah. And sure. Like, well, how do you get that? And it's like, but looking back at the time, I, I spent a lot of time out in the office, and I always felt like it was very counterproductive to be out because you're not you know you're not getting things done inside the office. But looking back, I feel like it was probably the most productive way. Well, and uh, you didn't want to. That's why you got out of accounting. Yes. Correct. To to be out yeah. and about and not right. stuck behind a computer. But it was just frustrating because you you know you know that their amount of service work and everything was stacking up when you would get back to the office because you you know these appointments yeah. they never fails. You would get out there and you'd spend three or four hours or yeah. a whole day out there with somebody, mm-hmm. and you know some of it was just small talk conversations, but it always led to more. It always sure. led to a better relationship. Mm-hmm. They would trust you yeah. and your judgment of what you're doing because mm-hmm. they got to have a conversation with you. And that's what's hard now is you insure places, and I'm sure the same way, is you insure these places and you never even see them. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, you're guessing based off of what Google Maps says or maybe, mm-hmm. you know, one of the, you know, realtor sites or things like that, but you don't really get to see the house yeah. and you don't yeah. know anything about yeah. it. Um, yeah, now that he says that, I definitely remember you having a substantial... And I've actually, like, thought to myself... Like, since we've started the brokerage, you know, Jake used to do all these appointments, and we really don't do. Like, if anything, they'll come into the office. Yeah. Yeah. But, maybe. huh? Maybe. I mean, if, like. It, if if it, there's also, an appointment, they come into the office. Oh, yeah. You know definitely. what I mean? They're like, always coming It is just not, it's a yeah. very slim occasion that you're going out to someone's yeah. house. But, yeah. No, and that's, that is definitely, I do remember that. Like, now that you say that, like, I remember I would drive anywhere for an appointment. Yeah. You know, hour, two hours yeah. away. Like, I'll come to you. Like, no big deal. Mm-hmm. Now, but he, I'll even say this on our end. Like, I am not offering that now. Like, I say, I, let's I don't do think this. It's as receptive anymore. Well, that's I, what I'm saying. I don't think people are, would want that. And that's truly don't. I felt like the way I was going to be able to get that sale or get that client is I need to go to them and show them, you know, okay. that yeah. this is something serious about this. Absolutely. All of our biggest clients have not even seen our office, other than I've had a couple on the podcast. But yeah. you know, it's like they they need efficiency, like they need they need it fast. They need it, but then that's where the trust comes into play, which this is why I think on the insurance side it's going to be really easy to stand out, when, because a lot of agents, like there's a lot of agents that are just, in my opinion, just, and this is not like just not very good at being an agent. Like yeah. they are just trying to do what they can do yeah. to write a policy and I see policies and there's just so many holes gaps like nothing is talked about and that's where if like you can be a trusted a trusted agent trusted advisor I don't know you can well to your point I I would there's a lot of times I would go visit policies or you know they would send their stuff or deck sheets and stuff and I would go out and visit with them and I'd be like look this is a solid policy you know like Mm -hmm. and I couldn't tell you how many times I've walked away from someone saying like look I I can't really put you in a better position because this policy is really good and maybe the premium was Mm -hmm. good and I would walk away from it you know I'd be like all right look you know stay with what you have it's a great policy your agent's done a good job you know maybe you need to go visit these certain things in this policy that I would maybe take a look at liability limits or an umbrella or something like that yeah but it, 
I couldn't tell you how many times those people would come back to me and say, you know what, you actually spent mm-hmm. time with me to go through this policy, even though it's you know five hundred dollars a year more. They would come, come yep. with me. Absolutely. And so it wasn't always about price, and that's yeah. what I think the biggest frustration now is. Insurance is becoming a commodity mm-hmm. instead of it's about the number instead mm-hmm. of about the policy. Yeah. Um, and until until someone time. has a capacity, <laughs> well, and, and yeah. Uh, sadly, well, I guess it's not a sad part, but most people don't suffer large claims. You know, so they go through their whole life saying, "Oh, I pay all these premiums and I never have anything." Yeah. But I think we're in such a litigious, you know, world anymore. Mm-hmm. People getting sued for liability claims and then you know things like that that people are starting to realize it's a lot more important because it was hard for the longest time of teaching people to go to get an umbrella policy mm-hmm. and they didn't see a point in it. But yeah. you have one of those claims, you can't come back from that. Mm-hmm. Um, you lose everything you have. Yeah, so, um, yeah no, that's definitely a... Uh, but it's taught me a lot about business too, though, yeah. because speaking of like LLCs and, and setting up business plans and then like seeing these people's trust, because I would have to get in the weeds with a lot of these guys, mm-hmm. a lot of these big farmers, sure. their trust, and so you'd have to ensure things to exactly how it was in their trust. and. Yeah, you, so you got really invasive, um, not on purpose, but you would need that information to truly insure them correctly. It's, yeah. it's funny you say that because uh, I've, I've caught on to that too, the whole trust thing. Yeah. And I didn't know anything about it, and I like we don't have one. Um, and I know, well, I, don't, I mean, not, well, I was going to talk to you guys about that. Like like last night, I almost brought that up um, just to see what you guys knew about it and stuff yeah. like that. But um, but that stuff is where you learn. Like yeah. and. I like it. Like, um, I mean, there's sometimes insurance, you know, a lot, I mean, really a lot of time insurance is just, it, I just, it does suck. Like, yeah. it's not, like, you're always solving people's problem. Like, yeah. every day, when your phone rings, it's, there's a problem. Yeah. Like, that's all you're doing. And, uh, but it, it, there still has to be something that's pretty rewarding. And I feel like that is the rewarding part is. Yeah. When you get to truly help them. Yeah, yeah. truly help them, protect it, and then you can gain something as well, yeah. like, other than gaining their business. Like, this is kind of a <laughs> twisted thing. And, but I think it's true, especially when it comes to claim time mm-hmm. and they're properly covered. Yeah. It's that, rewarding. That's well, that makes good. you feel good. It's, it's, really, yeah, we're it's good. twisted we're yes. to feel good about it, but mm-hmm. you know that you did the right thing by them. Yeah. You know? I mean, I've had so, many of those hard conversations of telling people, look, you know, you guys are setting yourself up to literally lose everything you have. It's, mm-hmm. it's worth this money. Just yeah, I promise you absolutely. it's worth it. We, um, and it, it's, it's happened a few yeah. times. Mm-hmm. I've had a few claims, yeah. liability claims, and, the, uh, you know, um, and I've had, I mean, I'm sure you guys have stories yeah. too, but you know, I had a, actually it was probably the worst feeling. It's actually one of my family members. Um, and I'm going to get emotional about it probably, but I sat down with them and they had everything paid for. And I sat down with them to talk about like their liability and their life insurance. And they were just, they were pregnant with twins and he was in construction and the crane fell on him and, and killed him. And so ever since, like she's been trying to get herself back on her feet and stuff like that. So it's, you know, that's when I felt like I should have done more. You know, because I had a, in a pretty hard conversation with them. I sat across yeah. the table with them and told them. And at that time, they're like, we don't need it because we're financially stable. But you don't. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what insurance is truly yeah. for. I think you guys, you know, so going back to that, um, I missed that sort of yeah. conversations. Because, you know, now it's just uh, you get a phone call and you got a claim. Or a lot of, like, I mean, State Farm's getting to the point now where everything's electronic based. You know, it's mm-hmm. app based. You know, you don't even, and then they've removed. Well, and it's third party adjusters now, so we sometimes don't even know the adjusters. Right, and so I've even, you know, and I, that's one of the benefits of being with a small company like Farm Bureau. Um, I knew all the adjusters and I knew all that stuff, so I could pick yeah. up the phone and have conversations yeah. and say, hey, look, you know, Jake and Michaela are going through this. This is what I know. This is what, and so they would show up to the site and have, you know, knowledge about what truly was going Correct. on. Yeah. Sort of, um, so I, I miss that side of mm-hmm. insurance. Yep. One story, and I know I've told you guys, but 
that taught me a lot. And sometimes I'll tell clients, I rerunded someone and then he had medical issues, yep. substantial medical issues, mm-hmm. according to him. And um, he sued me for $105,000. And if I didn't have good coverages, I mean, I was how old when that happened? Early 20s? 21, I mean, my wages would have been garnished. They would have taken the $5,000 car that I had. Oh, and yeah. I mean, yeah. I would have been well, kind of screwed for some time. I, I, this and it works wonders. I always ask, who do you want to write the check? Yeah. You know, at the yeah, time, absolutely. Do you, you want the insurance company to write it or do you want you to write yeah. it? I mean, that's truly what it comes down yeah. to is, you know, you write the premium check every month, but who do you want to write the big check, mm-hmm. you know? And for me, I don't want to write that check. No. That's I good. don't want to work point. for that. That's know? a great point. Um, so I always, and that's, ultimately you have to live with that. That's been a hard thing for me. I learned early on. That was probably the first year in insurance I was with my family member when that happened. Um, and it was hard to swallow for years because you're like, you, you should have done more and you can't. I mean. No, you did your best. Yeah. You had the conversation. Right. And so, yeah. Anyways, that's good. Um, well, what else? So we have, we talked about insurance a little bit. I want to know um, more about the med spa. Yeah, let's talk about the med spa a little bit. So Yeah, so um, I'm also in some real estate. And so actually my State Farm office um, was in a, a town and I moved back south, uh, mainly for my son mm-hmm. going to school and things like that. Um, and so I moved down south actually during COVID uh, 2020. And then um, I had my building uh, where my old building was. And so it was for sale for lease, and so a gentleman came to me and wanted to start an urgent care. Um, so through that process, I was more of, more of just behind the scenes. Um, you know, he ran it. You know, I just had the real estate and, and kind of helped him get things moving along. Um, and then in that process, I met um, a good partner of mine, and she wanted to do some of the med spa side of things. And it's always interested me. Um, I've always it's fascinated me about that side of medicine because it's side I feel like the body's supposed to work naturally and yeah. I think uh, western medicine's kind mm. of gotten so far away from that yeah so I was kind of jumped on board and we just kind of well both feet in and decided to, to make it a go I, I bought another building um, locally where I live and then rehabbed it and we've kind of have taken it so it's it's growing rapidly as far as the modalities that we offer and I'm geeking out and nerding out over it. So. It's so cool. We just you guys both are. One I mean, of are, don't have you have you been getting into it as well? I she mean, started like to, going yeah. to it. Yeah, a little yeah. test bunny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. stick them in me. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Yeah. We on one of the recent podcast episodes, I asked a question about like up and coming medical concepts that are being implemented mm-hmm. nowadays, and I really feel like. The placebo effect is so much more is so much more grand than we could ever possibly yes, understand, yeah. and I think that a lot of these things that you guys are doing and other med spas are doing, like the cryo, the the red light therapy, compression therapy, like that is going to be so insanely helpful just purely by thinking that it's going to help. Yeah, I think you know, a lot to be eliminating all the science that supports the fact that it's helpful. Yeah. Well, and it's like a getaway too, almost like a um, it's therapeutic. Your workout. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you can it's, get away to relax. It makes you feel too. like just like if you you know if you're drinking and you know eating bad, like you feel like you you feel like you're abusing your body. Yeah. And these things, it's like you're doing something good for your body, right. so that makes you feel good. And that's where I feel. Like, that's why I am a big believer in it. And I mean, I've been in it for a while, like, or been on, like, like been about it for a while. Okay. And uh, 
I just think that when you can combine that with like that just helps everything else in your life. Well, and getting started when you're young too. I mean, like you say, it's kind of like a dentist. Yeah, we talked about sure. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like last night. You know, I mean, we're just not taught in school. You're not taught finances. No. You're not taught business. You know, I feel like the like the number one thing in life is to actually be able to, know how to balance your checkbook and understand finances and how to even write a check and do mm-hmm. things. I mean. You're not taught that in school. No, I mean, you're definitely not taught how to take care of yourself. Yeah. I mean, you're taught, yeah, go take a shower and brush your teeth, but I, there, I don't think that's just your parents being your parents. I don't really know there's a reason other than yeah. you get a cavity um, or that you might stink, but they don't talk about the true health benefits of what mm-hmm. that brings to the table. So, um, that's such I, a great point. You know, I love and, that. And Western medicine has just, um, big pharma and insurance companies have just demolished it. Because it's all about them and the almighty dollar, not necessarily about the patient. Correct. And even these, you know, MDs and DOs that are, you know, getting their degrees, they're, they're taught disease prevention. Once disease is set in, it's like, what about before disease sets in? Why don't we take care of something before it blows up on us? You know, I always use the analogy of, you know, your car. If you don't ever change the oil, it, eventually your car's gonna blow up. I mean, mm-hmm. if you know, yeah. it's simple. Um, if you never change your tire, your car, your tires are gonna blow. Yeah. You know, you have to do regular maintenance, and the same for us. And so it fascinates me of what seeing the body be able to heal itself because it's meant to do that. Yeah, but we're not yeah your body is so strong. It is. So I mean, like if you, the abuse it, that we give it is unreal. It's unreal. Yeah. So if you can just, that's why they, they say that there is going to, like there is someone on this, on this, like on this earth right now that will live to be 150 years old. I believe it. Hands I down. do too. Well, I mean, for me, that's selfishly, that's kind of why I've started kind of into the med spa space is I was really excited about it for years and I've, I don't have that background. So, I, you know, everything we do is medical grade. So we can't just go do things that you, know, like you and I can't just yep. go do it and make a business. So you have to have, okay. you know, we're in the state of Missouri, so you have to have a collaborative physician and you have to have, you know, a lower mid-level, which is an NP or PA. Mm-hmm. So like you and I can't just go open this for, you know, because we want to. Um, so there's protocols in place. but. So we're doing medical grade devices and you know modalities um, that, that offer some great benefits, but Western medicine doesn't touch it yeah. because it doesn't pay. Mm-hmm. You know, big big pharma doesn't get money off of uh, you know holistic approaches or functional medicine, and then you know um, insurance companies just won't pay for it. You know, like a lot of people are on semaglutide now, and these insurance companies are not using it because mm-hmm. they say it's for being diabetic instead of you know obesity problems mm-hmm. and, and things and blood pressure issues and issues stuff like that. They won't touch it or pay for it. Yeah. So people are not truly getting the benefits of what medicine should be giving them because it's all what health insurance tells them yep. they can do. Yeah. When so. I was in dentistry, insurance, unfortunately, has such a big impact on everything. I mean, especially with the patients moves, moves forward with, like, you know, the always the first question is, well, is my insurance going to pay for it? Always. And that is like a determining factor on whether or not they move forward with treatment. Yeah. And in the dental world, like if, you know, sometimes if you don't take care of treatment, you're losing your teeth. Yeah. And there was, some, there was a, uh, something, I don't know if you guys saw it, probably, probably didn't, but there was an NFL player um, that just passed away because of some kind of, it was basically had all everything to do with, with his, his teeth. Yeah, some kind of been, yeah, There's a lot of connection with your yeah. teeth and uh, unhealthy gums and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot about that. They have, and this is so. I my very first job right out of dental assisting school was for a holistic dentist. Okay. So she took special protocols whenever she was removing like silver fillings. Mm-hmm. Um, she would use very specific types of like dental products that had certain types of um, ingredients in the the 
product. Um, and they were really big in connecting. They, there's such a big correlation in heart disease and dental. They, they find the same type of um, disease or molecule or whatever you want to call it in your gums that they do in your heart, heart disease. So I've known it, I've always, it's always been in the back of my mind, but at that time, that conversation just was not prevalent. And I am hearing it more and more and more how the two are, are related. Yeah. And so it'll be interesting to see what the yeah. future holds on that. I'm excited for what it holds, um, truthfully. Mm-hmm. But and to me, it's like, it, you know, and that's what I've seen, I guess, kind of in the urgent care space was you see all these people coming in, they're sick, and they're yeah. like, they have issues. And so you give them, you know, again, obviously, if it's, you know, a cold or the flu mm-hmm. or things like that, a viral infection, bacterial infection, it's easy to fix, things like yeah. that. But when people are coming in every week, every month for the same thing over and over again, you have to ask yourself, why? Like, there has to be a cure for this. There has mm-hmm. to be a reason as to why this continues to happen. Mm-hmm. And when you're just pumping them full of meds, and they're, yeah. then they're coming in for other issues, yeah. other symptoms because they're on so many meds. Yeah, side effects. Having, yeah, side effects <laughs> from what they're doing. All these black box warnings. It's like, what, yep. what are, what, it's not even helping. It's not even fixing the issue you came in to begin with. And yes. now you have all these other onsets yep. of symptoms. Yep. Yeah. And so I just kept scratching my head is this isn't the way of, of the future. Right. This isn't a, a life of vitality for me. Um, and, and then, again, selfishly, I, I want to live a long life. Mm-hmm. But I want to live a long life and enjoy it and be parent yep. yeah. like we were talking yesterday you know I want to be 60 65 and be able to go on a hike I want to go, yeah. get on yes. the floor with my grandkids yes. I want to go do things like that I don't want to be I want to work the whole saying 40 and 40 which doesn't even exist anymore 40 hours a week 40 years you know and then you're done I don't want to be 65 and, and retire and dead at 66 yeah I mean, you see it all the time and I don't want no part of no that. no I think yeah. I think it's becoming a more com- common conversation to want to be with it enough to continue working not because you have to, just because you want to. Your choice. And yeah. you want to, you know, provide yeah. something extra for your kids or for your grandkids. And that means financially and physically to be able to, you know, play with them on the ground, get up, go do the next thing, and not skip a beat. Right. Yep. Yeah, I don't want to be, you know, a grouch on the recliner and, and hurting and, you know. Yeah. The grumpy uh, old neighbor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's awesome. <clears throat> All right, well, let's uh, go for a two, while, so let's wrap it up. I have um, two more questions. Yeah, what's up? So. Let's <laughs> hear um, I'm excited. You guys work together. We do. So, particularly um, on the state farm side and on the storage unit side, what does that look like? Whose role? Who does what? I don't really know that there's one that we really specify a role. I think we pretty much tag team it majority of the time. Depends on who's clear that day. I mean, or has I think time, honestly. Yeah, truthfully, it's whoever has time. Okay. Um, you know, usually we delegate that. I mean, that's been a struggle. Well, that's what I told Michaela There's been times because she leans on me to do certain things, and then I'm overwhelmed because I got 15 irons in the fire, and I'm trying yeah. to juggle them all at the same time. Yeah. Um, and so I kind of, I think that's probably been our that's what I told biggest her I argument is yeah. – um, I'm like, look, I don't have time today. You need to take care of this. And, you know, it's more of she's like, I want you to do it. Kind of like she wants me to drive, and I don't want to always drive. <laughs> um, no, that's what I told Michaela. I said the biggest struggle is we have so much going on that is if I call him for something, like, storage-related, yeah. he doesn't answer. 
Well, then when he calls back, I'm not on that anymore. Right. I'm you moved on. in the middle of something else. Yes. So then he had to refocus and go back to, mm-hmm. and, or if I call him and he's in the middle, of, it's kind of, that's the biggest struggle. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. That. Yeah. So. I can even find, even though we work side by side, I can find that issue sometimes mm-hmm. in what we're doing. Like if I'm not in the office and I need you to help me out with something personal, mm-hmm. since we're married, you know, that's, there's still that sector of it too. Mm-hmm. You can get kind of off off kilter. Yeah. Real quick. And then I think that's hard too is when we come home, it's like we are talking about all of the other stuff because we didn't have time during yeah. the day. So we were bringing a lot of it home, unfortunately. Yeah. Talk about it yeah. Do you guys have like a boundary? I'll, ta- I'll ask a lot of couples that come on that work together. Um, like that one couple has a specific room in their house that they don't talk. Do you guys have anything like that in place? <laughs> yeah. No, we don't. Um, I think we should probably, you know, put a hard, fast rule of, of, of like, hey, we go to bed, we don't talk or go to the room. You know, we just can get rid of it. Yeah. But, again, it's 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 challenging because well, although we work together. Well, stores, though, we have it blowing us up at night. I mean, yeah. so that's the yeah. thing. It's not really, doesn't, uh, that doesn't really go away. Yeah. And sometimes we just don't get a chance to talk. Because even though we do work together in our offices, we're together in my mm-hmm. offices. I mean, we're 45 minutes apart. So we help each other. Our, our staff supports each other's offices and helps each other. But we're still solely two independent agencies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So even though, you know, she has her own problems. And so our, our staff will help with that. But she still has her own set of problems in her office. And I still have my own set of problems in my office just inside insurance. And then you, know, you add all these other things that we have going on. It's, yeah. it's That can be a lot. It's yeah, a lot. It is. Then you got to live a little bit, too. Right. Yeah. Yeah, got to come up to Kansas City, drive yeah. five hours, <laughs> hours to yeah. hang out with some people. We like it though. Yeah, we enjoy yeah. it. It's refreshing. Yeah, we used to have something in place where we wouldn't talk about business past like seven or eight o'clock at night, and that has completely gone to shit. I <laughs> over the past six months. I don't know if I'll ever get home. No, he's usually know. home at seven. I never get home at seven o'clock. Yeah. I'm usually not home until probably nine o'clock. Gosh, that is just wild. If, if I get home at nine o'clock. Because yeah. the problem I get is, is like, you know, and then I, it, it does suck, is she gets frustrated with me a lot of times with, um, when I get focused on something, I want to complete it, you know, I don't want to half-ass something, so I don't want to, if I want to do what I'm, the task I I'm get doing, that. I don't want to get that, pre, you know, get back in that, you know, yes. process, thought process again to finish whatever I'm doing. Mm-hmm. You can capitalize um, on the energy. Correct. And mm-hmm. so when you have employees, they always want to, you know, derail that anyways, because they have questions, which is fair, they, they, you know, they have a right to ask questions and do things throughout the day. But, you know, you're dealing with that staff and then the other staff and then our other, other projects we have. And then we're dealing with contractors or you know, any yeah. other phone calls and you're derailing all that stuff. Yeah. So a lot of times once we close, I, I get hyper-focused. And so, I, you know, I get down a rabbit hole of what I'm doing mm-hmm. and then I just keep going and going and going yeah. until I realize I look up. In the dark basement. It's, <laughs> yeah. yeah, in my office in the basement so I don't have windows. So oh my God. it'll be, you know, there's times where it's 11, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock in the morning and, I, and she's like, where are you at? And I'm like, I didn't even know what time it was. Oh you know, God. I just get on these tangents. And, and so that's – but going back to your point, I mean – where is that line? You know, you read all these books and these self-help books and these people that are, you know, accomplished in their life. And you know, we were just talking about this a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. You know, I have the struggle in my life. I'm like, you know, if you knew you were dying tomorrow, what would you choose to do? I think all of us would choose not to work and would choose to spend time with their loved ones, right? But if you said, hey, you're going to live to the age of 100 and you want financial freedom, and if you spend the next 10 years sacrificing whatever it takes to get there and you have, you know, the next 60 to enjoy it, everyone would choose to bust their ass the first 10 and enjoy the next 60. 
but I feel like it's so such a teeter totter, right? Because you don't know when you're dying, right? Yeah. You have no idea today might yeah. be your last day. So uh, it's this constant internal struggle for me is is the, the stuff that I know, like getting home late and, and things like that. Am, is it fair to everybody else to sacrifice? Because I know it's I, for me, everyone's like, you're doing it too much. And I'm like, yes, but for me, it's short term. I don't plan on doing this yeah. for the Correct. rest of my life. I plan yeah. on doing it for the next five, 10 years. So that way, I'm, you know, I get the financial freedom and that, you know, true, you know, freedom to do spend, go to wherever I want to go when I want, within reason, right? I mean, of course, but you know, spending time with the grandkids yeah. and doing things because, mm-hmm. like, even my parents now, they're working and they're in their sixties, you know, yep. and there's so many times where they didn't get to see, you know, my sons and, and the grandkids stuff and things like that, um, and I don't want to be in that place. And I think so the I think the struggle. work thing <clears throat> is, you know, like that's always going to be there for people, like really all of us probably. Like it's it's just about. How, how much of that of that work is taking up your day yeah right and and putting those processes and systems in place and putting these things in place where you can step away and everything continue to run maybe not as good but just as good basically yeah. as if you were there and then and then you can that's that's the and it says like when I want to think of financial freedom like of course like yeah like financially we can go and go on a vacation or go do this or take the kids or whatever that might look like but the other part of that is is the time freedom too. That, that's what I'm after. Like, I'm not worried about buying the next you know, newest car, or the biggest no. house, or you know the next Lamborghini or anything crazy like that. It's truly a, if I wake up that day, if I don't go to work, I can pay my bills. Yep. You know that's that you know that true time freedom yep. that you can do. That yeah. you're not worried. Even if I don't go to work for the next two weeks, I'm yep. not concerned right. that I miss two weeks of work because I can't pay my bills. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And that's what I'm chasing. But it's a teeter totter. I mean, it truly is. Because again, you know. You, you ask yourself if you live, you know, I'm about to be 35, I lived 35 and I died. Was it, would I have done things differently? And I think you could, but how do you look back on that? You can't. Um, you can't. You gotta make the best You know, I'm focused on a goal of, of getting to that point. But it has been challenging the last few years. Um, there's been, I've had a lot of ups and downs and <clears throat> setbacks um, that I figured I would be a lot further ahead than I am. <laughs> um, and so I tell her all the time, I feel like I haven't gotten as accomplished as I want to be. Because mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of, like, two large setbacks in life that has put me back on my heels. Well, and that's why I think you gotta do things together. Yeah. You know, and that's why I like doing business with you or with her, you know, and then like, I just think doing business with other people that are on the same page as you, that that's yeah. how you get there quicker, in yeah. my opinion. And it's more fun, well, too. And you, know? you, you, for me, I like to bounce things off, you know. I don't wanna always be right. I, I want someone else smarter in the room than me. Yeah, at, yeah. As much as I can. I want yeah. someone to challenge me, Yeah. you know, and I'm, healthy way right not challenging as in um, yeah and it's like I just like you said like I want it's almost like you want you want to have another opinion in the room that 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 person thinks that that their opinion is is the right way to go right and I want to have my opinion where I think it's and I want both of those opinions to say now and then there has to be a give there right you like you have to but I, I want that like that's what I look for is like I don't know so I, I, I just be in challenge with yeah. with your ideas and how to do something because yeah. um, I just I just I'm not a big on like it's my way or the highway type thing like no. like I don't know no, I'm not so. either I mean there's certain things I'm pretty headstrong on but usually yeah. if I'm headstrong on something I think I told you this last night at dinner um, it's because I put the time and the effort and yeah. the research in it and I yeah. know that this is gonna work and yeah. if we do this it's it's gonna yes yeah. there's a proven concept already of why I'm doing it but right. other than that I'm I, I want someone else to be, and it truly comes out of passion, you know. If you're not passionate about something, you're not going to go after yep. it. Correct. Um, yeah. So uh, you almost have to become obsessed with it. Absolutely. Like, Love it. Point. 
So. Okay. Well, we've been on it for a little bit longer <laughs> than what we talked about. So, um, anything else? No, this is good. Yeah, this has been good. We got our questions. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to interview you guys individually at some point too. Yeah. So, so we'll have, have to, to do get it again. You guys back yeah. On. yeah. There's time. Come so back. episode what? What is this episode? Seventy-three. And one of twenty-twenty-four. One of two thousand twenty-four. One. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. Pop, there you go. Pop its cherry. Two thousand twenty-four. So, all right. Cool. Over and out. Thank yes, you guys. Yes. Thank you guys yeah, so much. Sure.